Welcome to the Personal Innovation Podcast, brought to you by PersonalInnovationHub.com. This podcast is all about igniting dreams, passions, careers, and social impact. The objective is for us all to master our inner gifts, create our own future, and live our lives as a love story while leaving a dent on the universe. And now, here's your host, Eric Suryram. Hello, Innovation family. I am Eric Sayram, your personal innovation evangelist. My work is simply to make us all think bigger about who we are, what we do in a unique way, and how we can change the world by doing work we love. Remember to subscribe to the Personal Innovation Podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And on Android, get the Stitcher or TuneIn app. Find time to visit personalinnovationhub.com. It is where you want to go if you're thinking of building a career based on your dreams, passions, and use it to impact the world. In this episode of your Motivational Personal Innovation Podcast, I bring to you an interesting chat between me and Felix Nate. Felix, you're welcome to the Personal Innovation Podcast. Thank you for having me on the show, and I'm really glad to be here to share my view. Great. Are you ready to help my listeners dream no matter how small? become more passionate about their dreams, create their own unique careers, and leave a dent on the universe? Certainly. I, I think it's, it's in the right regards. Great. Looking at the way things are turning down in our generation, it's the only way to go. Wow. Powerful. Would you rather innovate or stagnate, and why? Well, innovation, as rightly said in the beginning, is what will take our generation forward. And... That is my opinion. So that is where I'm standing for. Wow. And I think um, the opportunity to innovate is always around us, but people close their eyes to it. They always look at what everybody is doing, and that's why we, we are not able to think outside the box. But the moment you begin to see the little things around you, that, I mean, nobody's looking at. That's the only way you can go far and do the, like, I mean, also things that people will be looking at and say, how do you even do this? Wow. You see, my people, the value nuggets have started coming already. And it's about you looking the opposite direction. When everybody is going the other direction, look the opposite direction. That is powerful from my brother, Felix. Can you please tell us a bit more about yourself? So I am Felix Nate, as you already know. And I, I work as a consultant or a contractor for the Wikimedia Foundation. So those of you wondering what Wikimedia Foundation is, it's the organization that is responsible for Wikipedia and other sister projects. And I also am a co-founder of Open Foundation West Africa, which I currently directly, I, I currently direct the affairs of the organization. And as I may want to also add this, like I was um, a banker before. So I know you'll be wondering, why did you leave banking into entrepreneurship or NGO management and possibly even working as a consultant. Yeah. But I think these will unfold as we go into this conversation. Sure, sure. Tell me or tell my listeners, since childhood, what have you always dreamt or fantasized becoming? Um, I like the word you use, fantasy. I mean, childhood is 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 normally a disease because when you're young, you often have like a shallow mind and you want to do the big things. So I think when I was a kid, I was I wanted to be a pilot. I haven't said this on any forum before, but I, I would say it today. I always dreamt to be a pilot 
And when I got to, I think, um, upper primary, I, I began to say that I wanted to be a doctor. But that was me not knowing what exactly I wanted to do until I grew up and realized that my, my real goals was to exactly be somebody who would be a change maker, somebody who would move things around him in his community, and somebody who would want to play an impact in society. Wow. <laughs> Powerful. Can you tell us what percentage of what you do today um, that is from your education? Or what percentage, just a rough estimate of what percentage of things you do today that you learn from school? So for me, <laughs> this question always amuses me and it's kind of like a funny topic to talk about because school is important. If I, if I stand here and say school is not important, I'm, I'm being a big liar, but school currently does not contribute even up to 10% of what I do. Okay. However, I don't want to use this as a, 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 a tool to discourage the youth not to go to school or to go to school because I think going to school is one of the biggest opportunities you have. It opens your mind in its own regards and exposes you to a lot of things. But you yourself are the tool for the things that you want to become in future and not Wow. That's, that's good. So if we want to go on this tangent, what are some of the things that you do today that were not learned through traditional education? Some of the things that you just are able to do today that were not learned from traditional education? And how did you get these skills? How did you learn them? So today, I, I do project management. I am a director of a company, an organization that I own myself. I... I lead people in teams and do all sorts of things, right? I mean, the list goes on and on. And if I want to mention some of them, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be surprised. Because I do video editing. I create animation videos with some tools that are not even common to a lot of people. And all these things I learned through volunteerism. Wow. So for me, one of the greatest secrets in life is volunteerism. Wow. And, and for me, frankly speaking, I've... I've gained these skills without having to pay for knowledge. And through volunteerism, I've been able to build this portfolio for myself, which is getting me these jobs that I'm doing now. Wow. What, let's, let's, I want to deep, uh, go deeper a bit. What can you tell today's youth, today's young person who is trying to build a career? Um, what advice would you give to this person about volunteerism? So first of all, I would like to say that it is important, it is highly important for anybody who wants to achieve any course in life to have a basic background in education because these things literally give you basic understanding to the world and project a few careers like in front of you for you to choose among the lots. However, it, school is not a defining um mechanism or tool or medium or platform that projects one into it, his or a career. For me, the, the critical things is the things that you add onto yourself by in, engaging yourself in extracurricular activities. And for me, these extracurricular activities have been those that have built me up to become who I am today. So, for example, I volunteered all through my life. I volunteered to become a Google student ambassador. Google took me out of school for that purpose to Kenya 
and I had a training. That training today is the underlying reason why I do a lot of things in technology. Wow. Because it was old and introduced new tools and things that I really now, aside that, I also heard about Wikipedia, and I volunteered for them for four years. Later than four years, I was offered a job, and that's how it works. I mean, in the world of volunteerism, you build skills for the right jobs. Somebody will say, and I'm, and I'm just school, I'm not getting a job. You're not getting a job because your skills are already obsolete. Each school already makes you obsolete because they're not teaching you things that are happening currently in the world. That are like four years or five years old and you leave school and you expect that knowledge learned to be practical in the world. It doesn't happen. But the only way you can be abreast and compete with what is happening in the world is to volunteer. So if you're a student and you're in school, take some time and work with organizations that are allowing you to volunteer because that's the only way you can build the skills that are needed for today's job. Wow. I don't know, but this is so powerful. I'm enjoying this episode with my brother, Felix Nati. Felix, tell us, what puts you on fire today? What is your passion today? Well, my passion today is to be a resource for my community and society. And I think that is what drives the fiber of my being and my actions today. Little did I know that I was going to drive or delve into this course because when I when I started I was focused on like being a finance guy doing banking and making some money but now I'm geared towards more of like impact and trying to create like resources that would help very interesting the growing youth so what is your favorite quote and what do you want my innovation family to learn from okay so my favorite quote is having a healthy disregard for the impossible um, by Larry Page. And this quote, because um, to me, or from my experience, I've realized that it is often very difficult for you to attain a goal in life or for you to reach the heights that you want to reach. And this is not to say that there are no um, hindrances on your way to success. But then it is also very crucial that we have a healthy approach to how one to achieve this. Having considered the fact that we, you are aware that there will be challenges, it is your ability to thrive and your ability to have like um, the attitude of endurance that will lead you into your greatness. That's interesting. Tell us, entrepreneurship or employment, which of these will you choose any day and why? So I would say partly entrepreneurship and partly employment in the sense that, um, okay, let me, let me put it right. I will give entrepreneurship about okay. 90% and give employment 10%. Explain the reason why I want both. So for me, entrepreneurship is the new way or is the way that all youth can end up with unemployment. So everybody wants to be employed, but there are no jobs. The only way you can be employed is to create your own job. So entrepreneurship is the way to go. However, there are some perks in life that you will want to achieve that you can only achieve them through employment. So for me, even though I'm not doing anything related to my finance, I'm actually going to do a PhD in um, possibly development finance, which would also help me do the very things that I'm striving to do, which is to um, fight for um, poverty alleviation 
and trying to help people with um, like in the less privileged communities, right? And this would require me to work with institutions like the World Bank, IMF, and the UN, right? So for me, going back to employment is also key because there are some things that I want to achieve and do in yeah. life that I can only do them through such big organizations, right? But for me, I would I would say that it should be like a ninety percent entrepreneurship because true entrepreneurship it also builds you with skills and knowledge that you can use in those bigger roles when you you have the chance to wow, be there. Interesting. So, with, with your passion and uh, what you do today, what what would you say is your career today? Do you think it is a bad fit job? Is it your dream job, or will you say it's a bridge job? For me, I would say it's. It's it's a cost to the final means because all the things I do today would matter in the in the event in the long run because um, right now what I'm striving to do Open Foundation West Africa the organization I founded is focused on um, providing resources for the youth and solving one of my childhood problems when I was a young boy I always wanted a chance to have access to a computer. Um, unfortunately, my parents couldn't afford, but I went to a very good school and we had a chance to use them. But always when I got back home, I wanted to practice and I couldn't. And so I had to save money from my own pocket and always go to the internet cafe. Whereas people were paying to use internet on, at the internet cafe, I was paying to use the PC, not even the internet, at the internet cafe. And that was my way of learning. And I feel that was a, a huge... Um, hindrance to me. And that is the reason why I set up Open Foundation West Africa. So we can provide the same resources to people who need them. So for example, I think two years ago, we were in the Northern region and we installed something called Kiwix. Kiwix is an offline version of Wikipedia. So you and I know Wikipedia is one of the greatest resources when it comes to knowledge, right? And we are providing this knowledge to students even offline through the Kiwix program, right? So these are things that for me, I'm focused on doing, and that is the reason why I set up Open Foundation West Africa. And as I told you earlier in your previous question, I want to work and help people who are in poverty. And the only way I can do that is to build these networks, is to build these skills that helps these people so that when I get into the right position or the right organization that has the means to do this, I can actually go out there and do it. Wow. Powerful. Based on our concept of personal innovation, we believe that all humans are unique. What would you say is that particular skill or ability, talent or personality trait that makes you stand out from anyone else who does exactly what you do today? Well, that's a tough question, but um, we, we have a saying in our local language that says that you can't blow your own, your own horn. And for me, I can't really tell uh, for a fact, but in my opinion, right? Because my opinion is different from somebody else's opinion. In my opinion... Um, I think what carries me through and that makes me unique um, from many people is my drive to be successful and my stellar attitude towards um, success because I am one person if you know me personally you know I don't give up and I hate sluggards and people who are not hardworking so if I happen to be on the same team with you working on a project you would you would see me give you a lot of pressure. Some people like it. Some people don't like me because of that. But I am focused and I always want to achieve the things I want to achieve. At least I want to try them. Even if not achieve them, I want to try them and know I got somewhere. Wow. So can I call you a, a Wikipedian? Can I call you a social entrepreneur? 
You can call me both because um, my work doesn't only fall in the fields of Wikipedia because um, my organization deals with other organizations like Creative Commons and we're doing like things in different regards. I think about um, three weeks ago, we organized an event in Ghana called the Summer Open School. And the essence of Summer Open School was to train every youth who attended the event on how to use basic open skills um, for their future jobs. So we're teaching them how to even tap into the various new trends like cryptocurrency, how they can trade in the cryptocurrency market and make some money off, off it for them for their, for themselves. And we're teaching them, we're empowering this youth to go back and do something for themselves. And I think that's what wow, is key. That's powerful. So what challenges do you face in your career today and how are you working to win the game? For the challenges, if I want to talk about them, I don't think we're going to end this today. Make them, make them brief for us. Okay, so I, I would say um, one of the greatest challenges has been people not understanding the essence of volunteerism. Okay. And the other challenge would be people not just accepting, no, not not um, putting themselves up for opportunities. So, so tell me, what do you think we need to do about these challenges so that we can move forward as a society for, for our young people to accept, to help, so they can gain that skill, that's that's um, capability that they can use to enter their job market? So it's a cultural problem. For that instance, it's a cultural problem because we, we have been trained over the years to just request money for anything we do. And that is what hinders, hinders people from actually going out there and volunteering their time to do something because they always want money in place, in place of that. But what we keep on forgetting is that sometimes you, you volunteer for a project and you're given money in return, even though you didn't ask for it. And um, for me, I just want to use this opportunity to tell every youth that volunteerism is the way to go in this 21st century. And if you really, really, really want to make it in life, you really want to volunteer your time to learn some new skills and you, for you to be able to have those skills for your real jobs. And also make use of opportunities that are around you because you see a lot of things on the internet. But what you're, what you're concerned about is just browsing Facebook and doing other things. I am, for instance, we when we roll out programs, we get we often don't even get a lot of people sign up, and these programs are free. We often also get people sign up, and they don't even attend the event, and they give all sorts of excuses wow. about about reasons why they couldn't attend the event. But for me, I keep on doing my work because that's what I'm called out to You're do. Called out to do. How will you define personal innovation, and how important and relevant do you think the concept of personal innovation is today? It's, for me, it's, it's a tough one because most of the things that you're thinking about has already been thought about by someone and, and they've probably been done. So if we, we say personal innovation, like trying to do something that adds value onto you, that's what I will go for. I will go for trying to be not innovative because these things are not new things, but trying to add value onto yourself in your chosen career path. So trying to identify the things that you want to do as a youth, and trying to build the requisite skills through all means that you can, even if so be going out to do it for free. Wow. I, I, I like this. I like this definition. And what you're trying to tell us is that it is about adding value to yourself, trying hard to look for means to acquire that skill that will help you to become, to distinguish yourself from all other people in the market. And, and that is a powerful definition for me. 
uh, I think that it is not about just thinking about what to do that other people are not doing because most of the things that you, th- you are thinking of about doing, somebody has also thought about it. That is w- what you said. But then adding value to yourself, that part is very important. And it is something that we, we advocate for. And it is very important. Who is that one individual, an icon, a celebrity, a mentor, a coach that you look up to in everything you do and why? Well, this is pretty easy because I've been looking up to this person for all my life. And the first person is Warren okay. Buffett. So I look, okay. up, I look up to Warren Buffett because um, my, my first career path was finance. And he was somebody I was looking up to in terms of like his acumen when it comes to the financial world and how he played it young and was able, even able to become successful. Now, the second person I will, I would mention is Bill Gates. I mean, at a time okay. when he wanted to do a personal computer, everybody was saying, but we have computers. Why do we need personal ones? And how, how do we, like, how can we make it even, how can we even make it personal when um, a system unit is so big? But it, it, it takes the ability of an entrepreneur to see the things that nobody is looking at. And for me, that's what I, I followed through. And currently, I like what he's doing. He's being a philanthropist and actually use, um, using the money he has acquired to benefit the lives of people. And that's something that practically I want to do as well. So for me, it's Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. I know you'd say, why don't I have a local one? Because um, m- let me just debunk that before I move on. So the reason why I don't have a local one is, is because the lines I chose and the and the kind of things I look up to achieving, um, I think these people have done it better. And this is the reason why they are the people I look up to. That's fine. You are free to look at that person and model your life according to that person. It's a free world. And once we're saying, we're talking about personal innovation, it's about you. It's not about anybody else. It is just about you. Do you think you are a brand today? Do you believe you can become a brand that will drive emotions, loyalty, credibility, and return on investment and be remembered even when you are no more? Um, I, I would like to believe that I, I am a brand because, um, I mean, nobody um, neglects good things. And it will be great if I become a brand and or if I am a brand that can influence people because, um, well, I would say that in my own Regards. I mean, around my small corners where I work, people people have uttered quite some words um, of encouragement and kind words towards me, um, depicting the good things that I do. And do. I don't know if you know, but recently I won the Wikimedian of the Year Award, which, which is an award um, for um, volunteers, people who contribute to Wikipedia. And currently I think we have about 300 um, 300,000 about 300,000 editors and for me to come on top all over the world that tells you that it's good prospects that's that's yeah. that's powerful yeah sure what steps have you taken in the past and what plans do you have to make you to become a brand that people will look up to that people will emulate that people will remember even when you are no more what are you doing so take us through the steps. What things are you, have you started doing already? Or what will you do in the next um, four or five years to become that brand that will drive emotions and impact the world positively? So, well, first of all, I'd say that 
have your objective and your your clear um, focus, right, okay. of, what, of what you want to achieve. And for me, that's what drives me. Irrespective of the fact that I want to be seen for the work I do, I really don't think about that and do not focus my energies on that because I, I believe that if you're doing the right thing and you're doing the right thing very well, success and all these um, re respect and reverence would come to you automatically. So automatically. for me, it's finding out what your objectives for life are and where you want to get to and work at those things step by step. Forget about what people are doing. Forget about the talks that are going on. I like, I like this remar remarkable quote that says that if you want to be a leader that um, pleases everybody, then you better go out and sell ice cream. And it is true. Because if you go out and you sell ice cream, you make everybody happy. But if you want to be a leader, you have to be stern. You have to follow yes. the rules of the game. And stop trying to just please everybody because a leader does not please everybody. A leader does what is right. So for me, it's having the objective of what you want to achieve as your final final goal and just working towards it one step at a time. That's, that's very interesting and that's very true. Your network is your net worth. We need to always think about who we know, who knows us to help advance our dreams. Do you believe in this saying and how do you go about networking with people necessary to achieve your dreams? That is very true. Because your network is actually your net worth. Let's take, for instance, I want to do a project in education, right? And I, I have to uh, meet the minister or someone, right? And I don't know anybody from the ministry. It, it will take me 10 years to meet the minister, right? But knowing somebody can just open doors. And this is not to say that just go out there and lobby. It's saying that whenever you get a chance to meet these people or to sit around the table with these people... Take a good um, chance to impress them because you don't know when again you meet them. And for me, I'll say that if there is an opportunity to put yourself in any any um, project that leads you to one door in the, in the sense of like meeting a, a, a somebody in power or somebody in authority, do it. Don't shy away from it. Most often what I've realized is that the youth do not want to deal with people in authority. So when they have projects, they'll say, Oh, okay. Um, I know this man who can front this activity and do it. Be the one to leave your lead your own project and be the one to speak to that director because that's the only way that director will know you in person and want to relate to you the next time you come. Because it's a capacity issue. Should you be always working through, let's say, Kojo Menu, and Kojo Menu is no more there, and you go to that person that you've always always been dealing through with Kojo Menu, that person will obviously tell you, I don't know you and I don't think you can do this work. Meanwhile, you've been the person doing the work all along, right? So it's wow. important for you to start opening up to people in authority and don't shy away from them. Move to them and talk to them. It's all about getting the chance. And you see, one thing we keep on forgetting is that the people around us are those same very people that are going to lead us to the people we want to get to. I, I know, but a yeah. friend taught me this, um, this tool. And he was saying that everybody's almost 10, ten um, steps away from um, 10 steps away from that opportunity, from that new contract, from that new job. Yes, and it's very true. It's because we don't play on our networks and we forget the value that our networks have. Because let me, let me give you an instance. Should I want yeah. to, um, for instance, start a project in energy, 
right? I don't know anybody in parliament. I don't know anybody in in um, Ministry of Energy or anything, right? But I know somebody yeah. who can know somebody, who knows somebody, yeah. who works at Ministry of Energy. And that person could lead me to that opportunity. So yeah. do not take for granted the people around you. And always remember, you went to school with, I mean, you went to JSS with not less than 100 people. You went to SSS with not less than 200 people. You went to the university with not less than 1,000 people, right? 1,000 plus 200 plus 100. That's 1,300 wow. people that you know who can be an impact in your life. But we wow. forget these people and we don't use wow. them. Wow. Listeners, we have the network around us already. We know people who can lead us to that opportunity, to that job. And it is just that we are not playing the game enough. Please go into that community. Go into that network that you have, your old students' uh, association. Go into that friendship that you had in the past and check out what this person, what value you can give to this person and what value this person can give to you back. Felix, what do you do to make sure you stay educated, knowledgeable, and up-to-date as far as your area of expertise or industry is concerned? Well, I am in a very spontaneous um, section of, of, of the global world, which is technology, and it keeps on changing every single day. Now, for me, the only way to keep up with this very dynamic uh, institution or this dynamic sector is to read and to learn through the internet. And it's amusing enough that the internet has literally almost, should I say, almost everything that you would need to know. And now, at the snap of a search on Google, yeah. you're getting what you need. Even, yeah. even if you want practical videos of them, you can get them on YouTube. So, yeah, for me, these, these are the great resources of, of our days. And we shouldn't downplay them as youth what you'll find most of you doing is going on Facebook. And I, I, I fear to say that Facebook and just looking at videos of unnecessary, look, like looking at unnecessary videos <laughs> do not play, in a, play, a, play a role in my life. I don't know. Yeah. You're my friend on Facebook. Yeah. If you can check my face, you hardly find me post anything that's unnecessary because if I'm posting something, I'm posting something yeah. that relates to what I do. And that's the only way to keep focused. Sure. So yeah, for me, internet is the greatest wow. resource. Powerful. Me. You've mentioned one resource already, which is the internet. Is there any other thing that is a tool in your toolbox that you use for your personal and professional life that you would like to recommend to my listeners, apart from the Internet University? Yeah, books. Great. Actually, books. Can you mention one favorite book, yeah. very important book that you can recommend to my listeners? Well, that was my first book ever, and that book has played a major role in my life and the way I think. It's called oh. The Richest Man in Babylon. And if you haven't read any book yet, try that book. It's basic, and it brings your mind to settle with the facts that anybody can attain anything in we life. We can all attain anything in life. I believe that strong brands are those who are able to communicate their vision and mission, their values to their stakeholders in a way that resonates with them and that is why they will fall in love with them and remember them even when they are no more how have you created a platform or how how have you been communicating your values your personality to your target audience well i must i must confess i haven't done that a lot because i'm still at the very um starting stage where i'm trying to build 
like um, you're, you're trying to build your message. Yeah, I'm trying to build a message. But I can say for a fact that people around me know who I am and the way I work. And I, I think at least if you get close to me, you will know the role I play in society and you will know what I stand for. So, so simply what it means is that you communicate your values, your principles and your ideals to them through the work you do, through the yeah. everyday interaction that you have with them. And that is a very powerful communication too. Your presence, the actions that you take today. So, Innovation Family, what actions are you taking today? Because we say actions speak louder than voice. What action are you taking today? And how are you using that action to communicate to your target audience? Personal Innovation Challenge now. On the Personal Innovation Podcast, every guest goes through a Personal Innovation Challenge. And that is what passion project you would like to pursue in the next few months so that when we talk again on this podcast, so that when we meet you again, we can celebrate, uh, perhaps do some wine over it. Well, this is very easy, but I don't know where I stand on this project now. However, I'll still dare myself to it and I will share it here. Great. That'd be powerful. So, <laughs> Okay. So I'm... I am actually working with um, a few other people on trying to build a um, resource on Raspberry Pis that will be delivered to like lower primary and upper primary students. So first of all, what we're looking to what we're looking at solving is the lapses in our education system okay and trying to provide enough resources for people to learn even without using computers. Wow. So wow. Um, how we're solving this is using Raspberry Pis, which are like mini computers, yeah. and they allow people or users to actually connect to any sort of display. So it can be your TV, which is a, fun, uh, is a basic thing that almost everybody has in Ghana, right? Um, one of the underlying reasons why we chose a Raspberry Pi is that we can't distribute computers to everybody. Yeah. And that concept of trying to build computers for everybody is is a fallacy. It, it won't work. Yeah. But Raspberry Pis are as cheap as like seventeen to twenty dollars, and we can build like resources. For example, we can build the entire database of Wikipedia on it. We can build TED Talks on on the Raspberry Pi. We can build other resources like maybe open open resources for maths and other things on it that students can use when they get back home. And all they have to do is to plug it into a TV set and they're using um, a modeled computer to learn. And yeah, and that's the focus. Wow. We've learned a lot of things from, from you today on this podcast, but you can leave us without giving us the final lesson or words of wisdom, uh, that wisdom guidance that you want to give us to my listeners. So they can also try to dream bigger, follow their passions, and create a career out of their passions while impacting the world. Well, I can't say enough about learning to understand that this world has more than we, we tend to dream of. And we can achieve almost everything that we've ever thought of. All we have to do 
is to be disciplined as human beings and fight towards the things that we want to achieve. I want to say today on this platform again, and not to, to I mean, reiterate enough that volunteerism is key, especially in our areas or in our region where there is mass like backlog of unemployment. Volunteerism is the only way you can get that skill that you need for your job. Because everybody who wants to employ you wants somebody with work experience. How do you get that work experience? You can only get that work experience if you volunteer for somebody in their job. So if you want to become, um, for example, a a finance manager and you get a chance for an NGO and says, come and be an accountant. I don't have money to pay you. Go and do it. That is the way you can say that I have gained skills and I've gained experience. And what you forget is that that volunteerism is actually going to go on your CV as work that you have done, even though you didn't get paid for it. Right? So these are the things that we're talking about. Please go out there and be positive and open-minded. Stop closing your mind to the fact that you only have to get out of school and have a job. Right? Even if you can't be an entrepreneur, go and volunteer for somebody's job learn the skills that you need and use that in your future job because that's the only way you can thrive in this era. That is the only way you can thrive in this era. Go out there and do something before you die. Do something for yourself. Do something for an organization. Volunteer your skills, your capabilities, your, your strength and make an impact. Create value to somebody. And I'm sure that value will be created back to you. Are you ready to make your personal innovation pledge now, Felix? Yes. Great. So you repeat after me. I pledge to continue living my dream. I pledge to continue living my dream. I pledge to think bigger about who I am and change the world by doing what I love. I pledge to think bigger about who I am and change the world by doing what I love. So help me God. So help me God. Wow. On behalf of the Innovation family, we have witnessed your pledge and pray that you fulfill it. We thank you very much for giving us all these wisdom nuggets on the Personal Innovation Podcast. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm really excited to share my thoughts. And I'll be very glad to be called back to discuss more. Thank you. Remember to subscribe because there's more to come. Follow Eric on Twitter at Sir Eric Suryram A and on Facebook, facebook.com slash personal innovation hub. Remember to rate and review the show. Share this with friends who need to hear.